Heidi Ho Neighborino. Putting a little spin on the old home improvement. What was that from Heidi Ho Neighbor? We popped over the fence, Wilson. Anyways, makes no sense why I'm talking about this right now. Um, welcome back to Steph Infection, the podcast. Uh, if you're new, thank you so much. I feel like I got some new listeners from the Netflix is a juke festival thing, which is great. If you haven't seen me on Netflix yet, please go check it out. Am I out of breath right now? Yeah, absolutely standing here. I'm coming live from you right now. This intro from Mammoth, California. First time being here. I'm a couple sips in looking at the mountains right now. Feels good. It's nice. Get out of the city. <laughs> if you can get out of the city sometimes, take a look at some mountains, suck in some fresh air, go on Tinder in a small town, swipe on three men and then get told that there's no more men around your area. Um, makes you feel good. <laughs> makes you feel good. This week's episode is with Laura Bites, hilarious comedian who just did Mark Maron's podcast. Please go check that out if you have not listened to that. WTF with Mark Maron. Um, she's also part of Slobs, my other podcast. <laughs> this is a long intro, but there's two podcasts now going on. We got Steph Infection, we got Slobs. Laura Bites is amazing. You've seen her on Comedy Central Late Night with uh, Corden. She's great. Enjoy the episode and uh, please subscribe. <laughs> if you haven't, please tappy tappy two on the old five stars. Don't give it a four. What's a point? Or three, two is rude. Anyways, thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Susan, you can't come in. Sorry, Susan. You can't come in because guess what? We're recording another episode of Steph Infection here in my casa, here in my home. Oh, the dog's scratching at the door. We don't love that. We don't love that. We don't love it. Guess who the guest is today? Laura Vites, hilarious Yay. comedian, also member of Slav's podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I'm happy that we're finally doing this. We've been I'm talking about it for such a long time. Too long, and yeah. I've wanted you on for a very long time. And uh, I also, if you haven't, Laura was just on goddamn Mark Maris podcast, so for crying out loud... Listen to that. I don't think it has come out yet. It might by the time this comes out. That's true. You're coming oh, yeah, out. coming out the 16th. Yes. Maybe I was just on Mark Maron's podcast, WTF. Which is massive. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane. It's, it's, it's absolutely the biggest podcast in the world, I believe. Uh, maybe it is. I think it is. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think most certainly it is. You've also been on the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah. Which might actually be the the... That's, hold on one second. My dog has to come in. I actually have to let the dog in because she's going to cry. And we don't love that. Wow. Wow. Wow, Susan. Oh, she has to get her little toy. And now like she, she has... walks back out right now. I will die if no. she just came in for her little doll. She's, she's like, going to no, sit right not... there. That's that. <laughs> she's going to sweat and pant. If you can hear her panting, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sweating. It's very hot. We've been having a very busy day. Back to you, Joe Rogan experience. How was that? Um, it's That's like, a, it was a really long time to make eye contact with someone. Yes. It was like two and a half hours. That's too long. We're going to do this. It's going to be one whole hour. I mean, it was amazing. I'm very grateful. Yes. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. Yes. That's the most eye contact I've ever made with another person in my life, I think. Well, now I'm like, no, I can't break eye contact with you. Well, you can, but we're also not going to talk for two and a half hours because we got some food to eat. No, we have food to eat. We have this, uh, the listeners, they damn well know this is a, this is a one hour. Yeah. This is a one hour. We're not, we're not being crazy here. So, Okay. 
was he wet the whole time? Because I have a joke about Joe Rogan always being wet. I was like, you mean like his pussy? What are you talking about? Was, <laughs> was he, he wet? sweating? We didn't have sex. Ew. Um, Ew. I didn't notice his sweat because I was drinking coffee because I wanted to be able to have a conversation for two and a half hours. And I got I got sweaty. I felt sweaty. Yeah. Did they tell you it's going to be that long or that's just it? That's just how long his podcasts are. Wow. Can you imagine having things to say for two and a half hours? No, I can't. <laughs> like, what did you, how do you like, I don't even know. I mean, he's very good at it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so he was at the wheel. Yeah. But yeah, there yeah. were moments where I was like, and I was talking to his, I was talking to his like staff or whatever beforehand. And they were like, yeah, we can always tell when he's about to be done because the conversation will start like slowing down or there will be pauses. And so in my head, I was like, OK, so don't like let there be pauses. And there was at least one moment when there was a pause and I just started a sentence because I didn't want people to think I like sucked to talk. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. want all the podcasts to be like three hours, four hours. And then mine's like an hour. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, he hated talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, to her, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Um, so I wanted it to go on as long long as possible and there was a point when I started a sentence no idea what I was gonna say (laughs) like so do you ever and he just cut me off and said something thank fucking god oh yeah do you ever find Linton and say hello do you ever find uh that was second can feel like an hour right now (laughs) because this is the longest moment of my life oh god and you you said that you got someone to look through the comments you didn't read them correct correct jessica michelle singleton third nice gal third point of the triangle that is slobs Mm -hmm. um offered to do it and it was exactly what I needed she offered without me even bringing it up she just Mm -hmm. was like if you want I can log in she blocked people she deleted messages so that by the time I looked at stuff it was just positive messages good and then I would like check my Twitter and I'd be like oh I'd be like hey I need you to yo the Twitter don't even what is that just back on in and clean my yeah clean my inbox out no I would not even I'd be I'm very happy that this Netflix thing is Netflix and you can't leave a fucking comment on Netflix you stupid fucking troll losers so people um, will hunt you down to make you feel bad because they're so sad oh yeah 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 I already am mentally preparing which is like if you would put a fraction of the energy that you use to troll people and be Mm -hmm. shitty to them if you'd put that towards a therapist yeah you wouldn't be a fucking piece of shit. No, you wouldn't be. Piece and of you shit. wouldn't be so miserable. And that you needed to do this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just it's the the going out of the way too, which is crazy. Going yeah. to find your Twitter. It's like, stop. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know. You it's yeah. We always talk about the troll. Thing. I, get I, it. I talk about you want to have sex with me and nobody ever fucks you. Yeah. Just yeah. say that. Just, just, just say, say that. I want to have sex with you. And no one ever fucks me. Just say that. Yeah. I know. And I know that because half my jokes are like, no, I'm, a, you know, I look like a man. I sound blah, blah, blah. And then it's a bunch of men. Like, you know what you are. You're right. No one's going to fuck you. I'm like, okay. It's just, I'm, it's fine. I know there's going to be a lot of love and it's, you, know, you got like, you know, it's a f- massive. That's massive. You guys have my followers off it. And like, yeah. this is what I'm like. This is what we all want. We want the followers. We want the, I don't know what we want. What do we want? Are we ever going to be happy? I don't know. Are you looking into the camera? Should I, I be doing know. that? I don't know. I kind of glance. Cheat out. So that's a theater term. I feel like I need to know where to look. 
kind of in the camera, kind of at me. For the people listening, this at some point will be on YouTube. I put one up and it got very little views, so I felt embarrassed. So I didn't put any more up, but yeah. Oh shit! I wanted to bring something up and read it with you today. Oh great. Um, we'll do that later. But uh, somebody did send in. I, I've been asking them to send people to send in stuff that's happened, and oh, oh that. Oh, that is a long. That might be, letter. Too, <laughs> might be too long. Actually, okay. Well, we, I, I did the see gist the first it. sentence, and that you'll want to stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To well, our listeners. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll read that on my own because that might be too long to, for me to read with you. I can read here. I mean, it looked like it was a twenty-paragraph essay about a facial yeast infection. <laughs> that's exactly it's what it did look like. Bi- yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can tap in. I think, I believe that is, you are I very quick I believe it is a dissertation about yes. uh, facial yeasty. That's it. Yeasty boys. They have a bread <laughs> thing. Have you seen that? No. I don't know. It's like a truck. I keep seeing it says yeasty boys. Shout out to yeasty boys. That's I'm funny. giving you guys free fucking promo. I don't know what the hell it is. A sandwich? I'm not really sure. You should definitely get sponsored by something called the yeasty boys. I mean, I think I want to now. Like, yeah. Look, I'm shouting you out. Don't know what you make or do, but you know what? I have a little itch. I, I think it's toad hands on my hand again. It's I got goddamn. these two dots and I was like, if I have bed bugs, I will, I will kill myself. No, those aren't. But no, no, I no. don't. They're not. No, not. no, no, no. They're not. They're not. Have you ever had bed bugs? It didn't happen again. Twice. Ooh. I had them in Chicago. I was going to say, yeah. Finally, like, passed the inspection. Had an exterminator come, like, three times. Finally, they were gone. I mean, and so much, if you've ever had bed bugs, you know the fucking nightmare that it is and yeah. what it takes to get rid of them. Yeah. And then... On my way, driving to L.A. from Chicago to move here, found out that the apartment I was moving into no. had bed bugs Out here. And it was so much worse than... It was so no. bad. So I still... I mean, I, like, pray about that. I, like, try so hard not to have the thought even cross my mind. But, yeah, anytime there's any sign of, like, an insect in my bed, I... That's a nightmare. Yeah. Because it also, it's not even the, th- well, minus the fact that you're disgusting and you're, there's bugs crawling in your fucking skin. You're, all your shit gets ruined. All your shit's fucked. That's it. Your clothes are fucked. You have them in the dryer on the, the highest heat and wash and all that shit. It's like your, your shit's fucked now. Well, and I have carpets at my place now. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. It's over. No, it's done. I, I have, like carpet. Yeah. Not enough. There's not carpet out here. But your place is nice and clean, so you can have the carpet. Yeah, if I don't have bed bugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had fleas in here. Oh my. That was the other thing Christ. I was worried that these were. And Dave was like, I think that's just like a one time thing. And you wouldn't have fleas though because you don't have your animals are inside. Yeah, but can't like a flea come through the screen or something? Mm, it can, but they, they usually are traveling on something to come in. They don't just hop around solo. Well, I got some frontline for them anyway. Yeah. We're going to just oh, yeah, start yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, every yeah, month. Yeah, 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 you should. There's a flea, flea collars too. The, yeah. I had an, oh. I'm not putting a collar on them. No, no, no. I mean, they're so cute. You can't ruin them. You can't ruin the little <laughs> you don't want that. They'd be like, what the fuck? The fuck is this? I'm fucking indoors now. You're chaining me down. God damn it. <laughs> um, so you, how long were you in Chicago for? Do you like living there? I love that city. I was there for three years. I really liked living there, but I like living here a lot better. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I, I got so homesick when I left Chicago. I really wanted to just go back there just to find a fucking parking spot. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet nectar parking spots. Um, but you, because I, I, Chicago reminds me a lot of Toronto. Oh, really? Yes. It's the same, like, she 
she's really special. I love no, this no, she's puppy. The largest animal in the world. I love um, this puppy because the tra- like it's right on the water. It the subway system, the way the city's kind of li- like laid out, kind of reminded me of like the downtown core of Toronto. That's why. Yeah, I, I liked it, but I never I did Lollapalooza there. I've never been to um, Toronto, but I my favorite thing about Chicago was looking in the windows like at Christmas um, when they would have all the like the Macy's little stuff. robots. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, windows. Did you find that uh, the one thing missing here is that Christmas feels weird as fuck? Yeah. I, I go back odd. to Wisconsin for yeah, Christmas. I'm like, fuck this and shit. And it snows there. Yeah. yeah. And my family lives in like a cabin in a postcard. Yeah. It's like yeah, really yeah, pretty yeah, in the does. woods. Yeah. You always follow. Is there Should deers there, there and shit? Yeah. Lots. Yeah, yeah, lots yeah, of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And my sister has like the little snow village and like goes all out with like decorating and yeah, stuff. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. I just go back there and then I come back here and it's like it never happened. And I'm like, ugh kind of get resentful around Christmas. It is, yeah. Like, can people act like fucking Christmas is happening? People, when I moved here, thought it was so ridiculous that I listened to Christmas music for the month leading up to Christmas. And I'm like, do you, what are you do listening you, to? Yeah, what are you listening to? Nirvana, you fucking... <laughs> yeah, just driving on the one-on-one blaring fucking about? system of a down. Seeing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> like a person who fears God. What are you doing? No, that's... I, I've been staying here for Christmas and I'm like, I don't know, I, I do miss going home, but it's it's too much taking this. And popping in the cold now. Yeah, I know. that's too much. Are you? Do you have tour dates coming up that we can tell the people to? Um, see? yeah, I'm Just going promo to mid, mid podcast. I'm going back to Milwaukee, June 23rd through 26th, and after that, oh my god, I'm completely blanking. I'm doing well. I'm doing the. Dublin Comedy Festival. Oh, that's fucking rad. In July. I'm excited about that. No, that's fucking crazy. Have you been overseas? I've been, I've been only to Ireland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's your stomping grounds now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, have you ever thought about doing the Fringe Festival? Uh, yeah, but it's like you it's pay to do it, it's right? too much. Yeah. This, they will pay me to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And you're yeah. going to have, is it like a week long thing? Uh, it's going to be four days. Okay, that's good. Good, good, yeah. good, good. You get in there, you slosh around. Oh, it's going to be so fun, though. Yeah, is there I'm other excited. comics going that you know? I don't know who else is going. Oh, I think my ma- my agent said they were waiting to hear back from Sherry Cola. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, I know Sherry Cola. I don't I don't know her. Oh, she's great. Okay. Oh, great. you get along with her great. She's but really I, fun. I don't know if she's even doing it. Okay. So that's the only information that I have. This is, either way, you're going to be out there. Dublin. It's Dublin. The and it's like three days. I mean, if I can handle yeah. like doing gigs in the middle of nowhere by myself where I don't know anybody, I think I'll be fine. How do you do that? Like, I have an issue when I like I'm traveling and headlining somewhere. I have to drink excessively or I'm like, I can't be here right now. Yeah. How do you mentally wrap your head around not doing that when you're there? Just, you just, it's just habit now. I'm pretty good at this point about like structuring my unstructured time. So I just have like a routine. Like I eat breakfast and then I wait an hour or two, fuck around and then work out and then eat lunch and then meditate, write, get ready for the show, go to the show, try to fit in a nap in the afternoon usually. Shit. But like, I can, I can not leave the hotel and still not feel like a piece of shit, which I think is an art. Yeah, I think it actually is because you're getting that workout in there. The well, workout I'll go down is to the key. fitness center, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, usually yeah. like go out to get a meal or whatever. Okay. I recently went to a movie by myself, not while on the road, but just here. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah. It made me want to go to another movie by myself. 
Okay, I've never done it. I went to that movie Men that neither one of you wanted to go to with me. I almost walked out of that movie so many times. It's the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. Oh, scary or yeah, just, it's just so triggering and disgusting no. and horrifying. And and then I found that it was made by men. <laughs> and wow. so it was like even more upsetting to me because I'm like, oh, you just made me feel like I was being sexually abused. Ugh. And you Is it made that up. Yeah, is it, or did they make it up? Were they coming from a real place? Or one of them was like, hey, I wrote this script. There's so much of like men being imposing in like such an accurate way. Ugh. It's I don't, just I don't really fucked up. And then I came out of the theater and then there were real men. And they would like look at me and I'm like, oh, I must have openly shuddered. I mean, I was just don't so look at me. appalled. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not seeing it. This, I just, no, don't see it. I thought I, I hate men too I much right now. I loved Jessica Michelle's reaction when I invited you guys to that, and she was like, "I'm unavailable, but that looks god awful to me." And like, <laughs> I love that. I love being friends with people in LA who are not from here at all, and are from like you both are from places that I think culturally are similar yes. to Wisconsin, where like you just say stuff. Because you thought it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like the LA thing to do is to be like, oh, let me see. I have some stuff today. Let mm-hmm. me find out what's what. Which means no. Yeah, that's a no. Um, and she said, no. But even if I could, no. no. And I, I, I absolutely that. I absolutely don't want to. I want to bring up our text thread the other day because I was actually laughing so hard at it. And I was like, this, we need to talk about this. This, this needs to go public. How we were, t- what we, it started with talking about, oh, I'm like, oh, I can't eat after after eight o'clock and I'm like and because I'm like in my head and I want to hear why because I'm like I've yeah. been I always thought whenever I'm trying to diet everyone's like don't you have eight o'clock that's when you're gonna gain all the weight and you're like this is a fucking myth this isn't real yeah who told like where'd you hear this and I was like well I don't know how I brought this up but I was like well it's you know you hear it once and it kind of sticks with you and haunts you and I was like like you know, oh you said something what did you say it's monkeys they did a test on monkeys and if monkeys they didn't eat after eight or whatever and they were fine and i was like well i'm not trusting monkeys because that one video i saw where the monkey forces the frog to jerk it off and i was like well i hate monkeys now and then it was just i was laughing so hard picturing how you're trying to have this actual intelligent conversation <laughs> and i'm like well this monkey takes a frog and fucks it and monkeys are stupid like it made no sense made yeah no i remember sense. what i said i said that was one time and then i went yes. jumping right back into talking about the study as yes, if you yes, hadn't yes, said anything yeah. <laughs> It was like you threw a garbage can behind you to slow me down in my chase and I just like jumped over it. I was like, That's no. exactly what it was. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, no, this has nothing to do with it. So there, I need to, okay, so let's get into, let's get into your stuff because this will like come into the play with like the not eating after eight and stuff. Cause you, you've done quite a body transformation. Thank you. It's incredible. Thank it's, you so much. I, and I'm not going to lie to you, this is going to sound creepy. I look at your before and after photo more than a person should. <laughs> To like really like go, I can do it. I can like you know. That's just you probably like this is so weird. But like no, every time I go so to Stasia's page, Stasia's fucking. I'm trying to start her damn program because it's like I can do it. I can't do this. I can't. This is my body. No, that's not my body. I can. I can easily not do this anymore. Yeah, I also think that you see your body very differently from the way that I see your body. Yeah, I mean, sure, we all yes, but I've been just like just seeing like if somebody actually fucking puts in the work. And oh, yeah. actually, it's just like, it's incredible. It's insane. Yeah. So how did this whole thing start? Like, when did, when did you start the, when, how, like, cause I met you a couple times in LA. I didn't really know you 
So it was like during COVID and I, I hadn't weighed myself in years because I had entered this program of like treatment for people with eating disorders. So I'm a compulsive overeater, but I also have like other, um, you know, eat disordered eating in my history. Like, um, I've made myself throw up and taken laxatives and restricted my intake. You know, I went like a month where I only ate cucumbers, just like crazy shit like that, that I feel like a lot of us have gone through, you know? Um, but the compulsive eating is like the most prominent issue that I have with food. Just basically once I start, I don't know what is going to happen next when I eat certain foods. And, um, I was doing Stacia's videos and, and I hope she wouldn't hate me for saying this, but I still wasn't losing weight, but she does say in her program, she's like, if you're working out and you're not losing weight, it's because your food sucks. Like it's because your food. Yeah. Um, and, and I finally like got a scale, which I had learned. Yeah. In in this program, like years ago, not to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I just like dipped my toe into this program of support for overeaters. Is and it like then, if we do it online then before or is it in person? You can do it on Zoom and they're okay. in person meetings. Um, I went like five years ago in Chicago and dipped my toe in and went to a nutritionist and got a meal plan. And then I was like, oh, I'll just use the meal plan. I don't mm-hmm. need the support. I don't need the meetings. I don't yeah. need a sponsor. I've got it. I'll take it from here. And that didn't go well um, at all because I was still eating these foods that trigger food binges for yeah. me. Um, foods with flour and sugar are what trigger binges for me personally. And... Um, Crap, what was I even saying? I lost my train of thought. There were so many different thoughts. Because I was so enthralled. I was like, yeah. uh-huh. So you started, um, you, you weighed yourself. Yeah, so, yeah, so I got a scale. I weighed myself. I was at the, I was at my top weight, um, which I had weighed at one other point in my life, but that doesn't matter. You know, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. feel good. Yeah. And, um, and so I knew I had to like get right with my food. And so I re-entered this program of treatment. Um, for people with eating disorders, which was like at that time, just like it's free zoom meetings, whatever. Yeah. Um, and wrote out like my whole history of disordered eating and wrote out my, what are called red light, yellow light, green light foods Mm -hmm. and red light foods are foods where I always binge on them. Um, pretty much anytime I would eat them. And I was able to see that. Almost all of my red light foods have flour or sugar in them. So I eliminated flour and sugar from my diet. And this is all like with the support and like under the direction of other people. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, yeah, started eating according to my meal plan, which is like up to th- uh, three meals a day and up to two optional snacks. And every meal has a set number of like ounces of protein, mm-hmm. um, like grains, fat, fruit, or vegetable. So I get those things in every meal and like a set amount that I weigh of all of those things unless I'm eating out and then I do an honest guess. Yeah, yeah, give me the ass in the fucking, what the fuck's in this? Some people do. Some people like bring a scale. Yeah. Out in public? Yeah. Fuck. I mean, but there are also people in the program where like they've lost 362 pounds. It's like if you're going to fucking die, if it's between dying and bringing a little scale out in public, like bring out the scale. 
fucking cares what other people think? Because if it's if it's about worrying what other people think, well, what are other people thinking when you're walking by and you're 450 yeah. pounds? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. doesn't feel good either. That uh-huh. feels embarrassing. That feels shameful. Wow. You know, that's a um, lot to lose. Yeah, and so I, the weight came off, and I still do the meetings, and it's like still hard, but it has been worth it. Like there hasn't been a point where I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it. I'll, I'll trade it back in for no. like my old body so that I can eat that old food. How it's much like, did you lose again? Like, um, 40 pounds. Well, to be exact, I lost 39.7 pounds. That's a lot. 40 pounds. Yeah. 40 pounds in like a year. Like, was it a year, two years? Um, it was so like the first like 30 pounds I would say was in like six months and then slowly the rest of it came off. I know that by the time we started doing shows again through the comedy store window, I had lost, I had lost 25 pounds, I think. And then the rest came off since then. Was it easier to lose the big, the first chunk? Oh yeah, and then the, the, so yeah. much easier. The last, I mean, there's a reason that I lost thirty nine point seven pounds, and it's because the last three ounces are like, no, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm not fucking. And I'm going like, anywhere. well, fine, that's fine, because that that at that point, it truly is just a number on the scale, yeah. and I'm not going to fight with a fucking number no, no, no. if that if like this is the weight that my body wants to be. I'm not gonna. And you you've know, done enough. Like yeah. this is, and you're working out. Like this is like. I, I'll post the before and after on um, my Instagram when this comes out because it's like it's it's so empowering and it's Thank not you. nothing was it's not like you were like 300 pounds before like it's not it, it's just it's, it's just an amount where like you feel better and just like just seeing it's, it's just an amount that's just I just want I want <laughs> I wasn't planning to lose that much I like when I looked at like the BMI chart or whatever I was like oh I need to lose 25 pounds but then I lost that weight and the weight just kept coming off easily from yeah, eating yeah. healthy and so it's like well and I lost 15 more pounds shit and and I'm not like I mean this feels like a reasonable weight it doesn't because I'm a woman and I think we all get in our heads yeah, no there's like I was like where, where I don't know where else you'd lose it from oh thank you there's no else there's no else to go this thank is, this is, I was like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like I got stuff that I'm like this this could go this I'm like keep going more Kybella god damn it but I would show you show Jessen before and after photos of me yesterday and she was like oh my god like I was I was also puffed it's also I have I think my issue isn't isn't the binge eating it's the binge drinking. Oh yeah, because I have like the if I, and you're you also don't drink anymore. Yeah. So this, but you've been sober longer than you've been doing this. Yeah, I've been sober for eight and a half years. Eight and a half years. Yeah. Wow. That one's like a non-issue for me. I don't even think about that. The food yeah. is so much harder than the alcohol. Once you like eight once you half. don't drink or do drugs, it. I don't know. But I also have like worked the steps around that. So I I just like don't have I don't have the cravings for that anymore. No, there's that's it's it's also empty calories. It's so stupid. Like last night I had a glass of red wine for no reason. The improv like what am I? Why am I drinking? No, no, no. It's funny. Red wine is the one thing where when I talk about it or hear about it or think about it, my mouth fills with saliva instantly. Like really? And it's like, yeah, I'm like drooling right now. And I loved red wine. And it that and that's the only drink that my mouth does that with oh wow and it's so helpful to me to be like oh like i am an alcoholic yeah. like i still have a physiological <laughs> that's, that's i'm currently drooling oh fuck i will never well, sorry monday's gonna be a trigger oh, viewing that's okay. party i'll be just sucking the back like everybody hide no, i'm kidding you're yeah no, you're no, if, you, this, if you had just started i'm like oh my god yeah, it's no. also like that's such you have such a good um 
not root. What's the word where you can like give it all and. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. You have, you, you can, when you stick to your guns or whatever that is, you're very good at like, I keep, if I do something, I'm like, I'm off it for a month. I'm like, mm, then I'm back. But I'm like, I don't think I need to stop drinking alcohol. I just need to pick the times. Cause yeah. if I have a couple sips, I'm like, well, if I've had three, I need to get drunk now. I'm like, well, yeah. no, I don't. I can have three drinks and then just go home. Yeah. Go to fucking bed. Like what's yeah. the point? I feel like the bit, like the biggest, most critical piece is like the support from other people. And yeah. it doesn't make sense that I would need that. But like, that is just, that has, is what has made the difference between me being able to like follow through and stick with something and mm-hmm. not, you know? Fuck. Do you have any, um, other, uh, not, not like this is an ailment. It's not bad. Do you have any other problems? Like any other body related things? Um, yeah, I have, it's like kind of a weird one. So it's called neurocardiac syncope or like neurocardiosyncope. It basically just means that like I faint, like my brain will send a message to my heart to tell it to stop beating. They did like a tilt table test when I was younger because I was like fainting all the time. Oh, and it turns out like my, yeah, my brain will send a message to my heart. My heart will stop beating for like six to eight seconds and I'll lose consciousness. And I've had it where I had the experience of like a near death experience. Like I was like zooming through a tunnel, but yeah, I fainted more times in my life than I can count. And it could happen any day. I was like, oh it could happen at any time. I always eat like before I work out, I always okay, eat first okay. thing in the morning. Um, cause that's like one thing that has caused it in the past, but Shit. it would be caused by like if the water in the shower was too hot or like if I got too hot, if I got too nervous, which really? I always thought I was going to faint with stand up. I can't believe I never did because I fainted after I gave a speech in school once. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Did you wait? Did you ever like hit your head when you fell or something? Oh yeah. Well, and what's fucked up is like, I also have a history of panic attacks and it feels the same. Like a panic attack can feel like I'm going to faint. And so one time I was I was high, like we had smoked pot and I was, do people call it weed now? Yeah, I was like, you're right. a grandma. I had smoked weed and people, <laughs> when I smoked it, it was called pot still. I smoked the ganja. I was sitting in a chair and I got that feeling like I was going to faint, but it also felt like a panic attack. And so I was like, you're just a person sitting in a chair. Nothing's even happening right now. <laughs> you're totally fine. Just look at whoever's talking. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Simple stuff. Just point your eyes at whoever's talking. You're just sitting in a chair. You got this. You know, I'm like tucking myself through it. <laughs> and I, you know, and you're I just saying just it like out loud and everyone's looking at you. <laughs> and suddenly they changed up the game. Everyone stood up and walked out of the room. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, all right, well, you got to follow him. It would be incredibly weird of you to just keep sitting in this chair yeah. uh, in the bedroom. And so. I stood up and I walked out. I sat at a table. I was like, oh, you are killing it, dude. You're just sitting at a table right now. <laughs> a plus 100 uh, percent. Totally normal behavior. Uh, just you just in their deadpan. And so then, creepy. And then I opened my eyes and everyone was around me and I was on the hardwood floor. I'd fallen out of a tall chair. Oh, fuck. I felt like I was going to faint, but I was like, that's just the drugs, dude. You're oh, not going to faint. Oh, that, especially everyone on drugs who's seeing this are probably like, oh, fuck. Like yeah. losing their fucking They were like, minds. are you okay? And of course they tried to play it off because I was embarrassed. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm fine. Like, why, <laughs> why are you making this a thing? <laughs> yeah, this is nothing. I do this all the time. Leave me alone. Jesus yeah. Christ. So you never once, have you gotten a panic attack before performing? 
Oh yeah, I used to have them all the time. Oh, I, yeah, like really bad, really bad. I thought I was going to throw up and faint before every time I went on stage, and the only reason that I knew God. that I wasn't was because I never had before. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is just what it feels like. But it's like crazy what we'll like get it's used to. Also, a nightmare that you even continued on after thinking. Go, if was, I had a panic for every set, I'd be like, this isn't for me then. It was miserable. And Fuck. and after after COVID, I was like. Wow, it's so crazy because I like don't really get panic attacks anymore before my sets. Like I'm so much less nervous. This is so great. I my perspective must have shifted as a result mm-hmm. of COVID. I think I grew as uh-huh. a person. And I and then I was like, oh no, I started taking the maximum dose of an anti-anxiety medication mm-hmm. while I was, you know, while we and were that in helps. lockdown. Yeah. No, it doesn't change. It helps like, a lot. Yeah. Now I just get nervous the way that like a normal person would get nervous. Yeah. What did I you, imagine. When you did late night with um, your first late night, how was that nerve set? It was, I was so nervous because that was before I was on this medication. Like yeah. The, when it was lights out with David Spade and I was, um, I was so nervous that I remember sitting in the dressing room and hearing someone out in the hall being like, she's so nervous. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? It's your first big break. Of course, yeah. you're fucking nervous. It's yeah. Insane. Guess what? Yeah. You know why I'm nervous? Because if I fuck this up, it's going to be fucking humiliating. Yes. Well, some late nights people. If I bomb do, on yeah. Comedy Central? I mean, you wouldn't be the first one. But. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. But, but, that, but that's just the thing is I've yeah, yeah. seen people oh, bomb on yeah. late night. I know it's very possible. It's very but also the possible. The people I've seen bomb on late night were not good. No, I've it's seen some like, people who are good bomb on late night. You have? Yeah, I don't want to say anyone's name. Well, of but, course you yeah, don't want to yeah, say their yeah, names yeah, for yeah, crying yeah, out loud. Yeah, I'll tell you after. But oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, the segment is over. No, I know. You'll uh, tell yeah, me yeah, after. Yeah. I'm telling you the segment is done. Um, no, it, it's upsetting how some how that happens. I, before the, when I did the my first American late night, Bill Burr's The Ringers, and before my first like, Canadian taping, I was like flipping, like backstage, like like pacing like borderline help. like I like I don't even think Bill remembers this but when I was doing the ringers I was outside it was downtown and I was like this is it I'm like this is my first American thing if I fuck this up I'm gonna get nothing like this is this is I was like you put so much fucking pressure on yourself for one it's like five fucking minutes too yeah. so I'm outside pacing in the back alleyway and I see this man walk up and he's got like a weird hat on this really weird large sweater and I'm like he says hey he's like, hey and I'm like can I fucking help you <laughs> and he looks at his head he's like it's Bill and I'm like oh my god <gasps> no and I'm like, way I'm like, oh my God, I thought you were homeless. He was like, you thought I was homeless? I'm like, why am I still talking? And he was like, and I'm like, now I'm so embarrassed. I had just met him like the other day and I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, kind of like weirded out. Like, Who's this crazy? And then yes. Literally. Then I find him. He's like, you're like, homeless. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. For this the- has been great. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so I walked in and it's the first time I've ever, uh, so I was so nervous. I was like losing it. I flubbed the joke and I stopped and I went, fuck. And I'm like, no. I'm doing it again. And I'm like, everybody act like I didn't fucking do this. I go, let's not be awkward. And then I reset it. And I did the joke again. So I was like, I was just like, <laughs> like a mile a minute talking, like saying random shit. And I was like, thank God they never used the joke that I messed up. And I, I feel like I probably didn't matter. Who cares? But I was like, okay, this is like, 
the most nervous I've ever been. And I was still like not panicked, but that, that feeling, I was like, I can't, I don't like this feeling. Yeah. I did that too. The first time I ever taped for TV it was for laughs on Fox. Laughs on Fox. Is that still out there somewhere? No, I don't. Oh, uh, I mean, I asked that they remove my set. Oh fuck. They, it was on YouTube and I was oh. starting to get like real shit. And I was like, yeah, I can't have anybody no. see this no, no, again. No, no. Um, and yeah, but yeah, I fucked up a joke I had told, I don't know, 200 trillion times. It's because you're, it's the lights, it's, it's, it's yeah. a weird setup too for the tapings. Well, and like when you're doing stand up, you're not thinking just the words that you're saying because a lot of it is on autopilot. Yeah. A lot of it is muscle memory. And the reason that we practice our jokes so much is so that it's muscle memory so that when you get a thought like, oh, fuck, I'm, this is for TV. Oh, shit. Your lips are still saying the right yes. words. Um, but when something is so high stakes, my brain will play the trick on me of like, oh, fuck, what's your next joke? And if I had yeah, never yeah, had yeah. the thought oh, fuck, what's your next joke? You would I would have just said it. Yeah. It would have just come out of my mouth. Um, Jessica Michelle came to the cordon taping with me and she was so helpful because she said something and it was the most calming thought I've ever heard before doing a stand-up set. She was like, you couldn't fuck this up if you wanted to. If you tried to tell a different joke after, she was like, yeah, you've yeah. done this so many times, it would, make it would be harder for you to do this wrong than yeah. it would for you to do it right. And I'm like, wow, you're right. Yeah, I don't have to even yeah. think about this. Shit. It's fucking, it is very nerve wracking. And then you're like, not only thinking of what you're saying, how you look like the first, my first taping ever, you can go back and see it. I'm profusely sweating, <laughs> like in such a way that most of the comments, like, why is this woman sweating? Like she's fucking running from the Mexican cartel. I am literally beads beads i'm wearing pleather pants like an idiot and this stupid tank top i looking back on it now i'm like i every comment is like this is the wettest woman i've ever seen here i am talking with joe rogan no i'm the wettest woman of all time but like i started doing so well and it alarmed me that i was like i was confused yes, like yes. i was i got three applause breaks and i was like yeah wait what and then that was confusing me like yeah. what is going on right now and then i got more sweaty because i was like do i slow down am i going yeah. too fast i was like it was nuts I wish I didn't look at what ham in that video, but there it is. It's, it's I out relate there. to that so much. I've had that thought too when I've been on stage where it'll be like high stakes and I'll be so nervous and then I'll be telling the jokes and then I'll be like, dude, I am fucking killing. And then I'll like fuck up the next yeah, line. You're like so I was yeah. busy thinking about how hard yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, killing. Yeah, I know. I'm too busy being fucking well, cocky. It's going so well. And <laughs> yeah, then I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh fuck, what did I. What do I say now? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still yeah. Doing I, I still have to continue on. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a. We have, we chose a, a very interesting job didn't we it chose us it chose us it chose us we had to be here it really did um back to this is a very stand-up heavy episode and i love it because i was you talk about and we need i needed a little cleanse because the last few episodes have been quite graphic yeah even for me craig yeah. conan's episode was oh i'm sure it was repulsive it's a, i love it's, craig no no it's, it's the most repulsive i think out of all the episodes it's yeah. the most repulsive one yeah it's unreal if oh, you yeah, haven't yeah. listened to it I, you know what it's a lot it's too much for people um my favorite question of the podcast, what's the worst body thing you've ever heard that still sticks with you? Oh, what's the worst? I mean, what is flashing back to me right now is just the nasty, like, poop dick story you told on slobs, like, <laughs> yesterday or the day before. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, a single kernel coming out the of the nastiest tip. body thing I ever heard. 
Could have read it. Could have been like an old wives tale. Uh, bugs hatching out of a shoulder is like kind Ugh. of a lot. Like somebody like having an egg thing there yeah, and coming and out. And just like a, like, a, yeah. Yeah. Bugs hatched out of my high school biology teacher's shoulder. Oh, it was a person you knew. She was like in South America. Yeah. Oh. And she came back with like a sack in her shoulder. Oh, you um, saw it. No, she told the story. Okay. And it was unforgettable. Um, but that's definitely not the grossest, worst body thing I've ever heard. But that's when it's when someone you know is makes it seem much more real. Yeah. Came back with a sack in her shoulder. Oh, I know the worst body thing I've ever heard. This is a story that my mom told me. So like dental care was like more fucked up back in the day. And I've heard this story from multiple from numerous women that like they did this. And also that like their dentist did stuff to their teeth where they look at it now and they're like, there was no re like that was fucked up that they did that. My mom had some kind of problem with her teeth and somehow part of the solution was they peeled the roof of her mouth off. And she went to dinner with my grandma. Whoa. She went to dinner with my dad and his mom after that. And she said that she was so in so much pain that she fainted, which I'm like, how did you go from? First of all, holy shit, obviously. Secondly, you went from that appointment to To dinner. dinner? And that just speaks to like women didn't fucking say no back then the way that they like my mom did not. And my mom, I still don't think really knows how to say, no, she can say no now. But back then, I think it really, she just kept saying like, please don't make me go. I'm in so much pain. Oh my And my dad was like, we're going to dinner. And 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 we're getting the soup. And so she went. I would be like, I'm not going. I'm unavailable for the experience of having dinner with your mother. You psychopath. Are you crazy? And are you kidding? Oh my God. The root... Okay, she I need, fainted. I need did I say that? Part? You did, and I, I need to get more into the removing of the roof. Like, the, like he scraped it, or he like peeled is the peeled. word. As peeled I, is what she said. Yep, and I even asked her about it again recently because I'm like, no. I have this crazy hallucination <laughs> from years ago <laughs> that you told me this. Memory. I was like, I must have, I must have remembered this wrong, and I would just like for you to correct me and tell me what actually happened so that I can cleanse my mind of the horrible story as I remember it. And I told her the story and she's like, yes, that is what happened. And it just got worse because she provided more details that I didn't have before. Give me the more details. Like that my dad made her go to dinner when she said she didn't want to. And I would go home and surround myself with pillows and cry for the rest of my life. It's just also, well, yeah, also why it seems unnecessary to be removing, uh, it's near the teeth. I can't fathom what anyone's. No, I, I cannot like fathom the motivation besides just sadism. No, that's something's up there. I thought when you she started that you're going to say like dentists do a lot of creepy things to women. You thought it was going to be anything about the teeth, right? I, I didn't think. Well, I thought the, the roof of the mouth was still going to be intact. To be honest with you, I thought yeah. that part of the peeled. mouth would be there. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. never forget the word peeled. Peeled is bad. Yeah, peeled is not good. Peeled mm-hmm. is this is I don't like this the peeling. Yeah. I don't like that. That's a bad one. It's a bad one. Because that's such a weird part of your body, too, that no one really thinks about. Yep. I'm not thinking about the top of my mouth. I'm not yeah. thinking about it going away. Like, if I get, like, but a blister. But that's because no one's ever tried to peel it off. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I, no one's ever been that far in my throat. I also have been to the dentist in quite some time. I think we mentioned those slobs. I need to get somebody 
that does, oh my god not give my dentist's information dave wait gave me his dentist's information he's my doctor my dentist now dr jay in santa monica i need it my whole stand-up bit that i have about him is 100 percent true he's incredible the dental hygienist has a tattoo of a bear and he's you will like okay. it. Okay. Okay. Well, now I need to go. I think I'm going to say as, as, as a picture of your mom's mouth getting peeled off, a tattoo of your mom's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, Why he's, would he have I, that? I don't know. He, I don't Why know. would I go back? Why would I recommend <laughs> I him? How I could he know? know? I would be horrified. How could he know? How, could he know? how scared I would be if, you if I here? walked in and he was like, all right, so you're going to feel a little something. And I look and there's a tattoo on his forearm <laughs> <laughs> of my, of the my mom the roof of her mouth <laughs> And it's really well done. For some reason, you're like, who did you go to to get I'm this like, done? This is beautiful, but this is... I must be having a bad dream. Do you have any tattoos? You don't, do you? Um, I do have a tattoo on my back. Oh. It says day two. I got it when I was like 20. Oh. Uh, it is, I, I wish I had never gotten it because it was about a friend of mine who died of a massive stroke caused by an undetected heart murmur when I was 18. Oh, fuck. Um... That's a wild It was thing. fucking crazy. Yeah. Jesus. Out of Truly nowhere? Anybody can die at any time. It's wild. Yeah. 18 years old. He was 19. It was like his night. He had just turned 19. No. Yeah. Good Christ. Or he was just about to turn 19. I remember it was right around his birthday. That's a young age to go. That's. <sighs> yeah. That's a long. Like Good really good. Yeah, let's not unpack that right now. We, we don't, don't have, have to. No, please, please, please. Um, I guess if I questions. had any tattoos, what no, am I saying? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Um, do you, did your parents say anything weird to you growing up? Like a weird, like, body thing? Like, don't do this or you're going to get... Um, like my dad way. said to me about boobs, more than a handful is a waste, which I never needed to hear. <laughs> more than a handful is a waste. Yeah. So wait, that means that there's... I don't even want to unpack that. No, okay, okay, That's okay, the first okay, thing that popped okay, into my head. Okay. Yeah, we don't need to unpack that. But that is, okay, that's, I, don't, I don't love that one. Nope, no, we, your mom didn't say anything weird, like minus the mouth thing? My mom just constantly talked about how fat she was and all the things that she couldn't do because she was so fat and all the things that she would do if she weren't so fat and it was crazy to like grow up and be an adult and look back at pictures of her and be like, oh, she she was thinner than I am. Yeah. And I remember remember the weight that she was and I weigh more than that now I don't weigh more than that now but like she wasn't as big as she talked about herself like she was Mm -hmm. and she wasn't as big as I thought she was because I thought this is what a very fat person looks like because you're getting constantly talk about it so yeah I really associated like eat less I felt guilty every time I ate Mm -hmm. and then ate and ate and ate and um yeah she's always like either restricting what she was eating or did she do that with you would she be like don't eat that or like or just it was all on herself um it was weird because like my mom and my dad had different (laughs) it's so great like my mom would sit here at dinner my dad would sit here so they'd be on both sides of me my mom would say finish your food my dad would say you're not a garbage disposal stop eating if you're full and I didn't know what to do. And yeah. then I grew up and, you know, I developed an eating disorder where I <laughs> undereat and overeat, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I, my family has a eating problem. I, it's w- weird that we're all like a, a regular size, the amount we eat. It's disgusting. We all have eaten to the point where we throw up. Yeah. Because we're so full. And yeah, it's like, that that's happened a, in my family. Stop. 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 It's, it's, yeah. it's disgusting. Like, it's like, that's especially the all inclusive. We all had to be like, let's not do that again. Let's yeah. just be normal and not be sick over it. Like, we have access to food a lot. Like, we have, we'll have dinner and like, 
my dad is needed at six. Like, I'm ready at six to fuck up. It's like, relax. Then go have a snack. Wait, wait, like, wait, it's, it's psychotic. Yeah. We always, like, that's the only thing we bond over still is food. Yeah. We used to get like this, um, you guys don't have it out here. It's called Swiss Chalet. It's like a rotisserie chicken place. And we used to get this family pack. Yeah. Every Sunday. And it, it was gluttonous. It was gluttonous. It's a yeah. glutton, glutton amount of gluttonous meal. Yeah. I remember like my, or my aunt threw up at Christmas cause she ate so much and was, Oh, I was had the most severe case of compulsive eating in my family for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it was it, it was really hard for my family when I like got help with my eating because now I don't eat flour or sugar and I don't eat a lot of foods because a lot of foods have those things in them. Especially probably back home when you go home on like Christmas is yeah. like we're just having. And my fucking- sister was sad because that's like a way that she shows love yeah, and yeah, she yeah. kind of tried to bargain with me and had kind of like a little like, no. temper moment where I was like I'm gonna let you cool down and call me back <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, she was yeah, like yeah, I yeah. loved how you said that because I did cool down yeah, <laughs> she was like, like, I didn't mm-hmm. mean that no. yeah <laughs> um yeah but I think it was hard for them because like that is the biggest thing that we've always bonded over and I think they were like well, mm. what the fuck do we now what do we do yeah that's wild and here we are now we still go out to eat. We're gonna go out to eat after this. Yeah, we're eating. We can still eat food. Yeah, that's the, that's what the issue is. Every time I'm like, I can't like, and I'm like, I have to. I need to talk to your nutritionist as well because I I'm like I eat in my head healthy. Yeah, but I'm like I think I have too much vinegar. You know what was very interesting to me is like when I thought I was eating healthy, basically just I had no idea what like healthy portion sizes. Yeah, were. I think that's like the yes. amount that the the amount of food I got in a sense I was surprised by how little it was and in a sense I was surprised by how much it was which makes no sense but I kind of thought like the times that I thought I was eating healthy I was actually restricting and I wasn't giving myself enough food okay and the times that I thought I was eating like normal so like not healthy but like kind of taste centered food I had no idea like how much more I was eating than a normal amount like I was not even close like not even close see that's my worry because I'll have like a bag of salad it's a salad but I'm like but I've had 18 teaspoons of fucking oil and nine tomatoes I'm like this is probably bad that that makes a difference the oil makes a difference for sure you're probably not getting too much vinegar I don't I've never heard of that big oil problem yeah I'm I'm slopping it on Um, it has no calories there's nothing to it then I it's the oil it's the it's the oils yeah the oils I measure out I gotta do that I'm just fucking eyeballing and flopping on the salad Um, but that's such a simple adjustment it is and I just need to to measure it out and write it down that's such a simple adjustment and literally like that is how I lost 40 pounds is like measuring shit and writing it down that's like I gotta do this crux of this is what I gotta do everything do you um, have you ever called the police Oh yeah, I've called nine one one like a hundred times. Um, really? Anything? Yeah, like I used to call crazy? it a lot. Um, yeah, pretty much like they're all kind of crazy stories. Well, uh, I have so many nine one one stories going through. I called nine one one the other day. Um, the other day. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Yeah, there was a car in the middle of an intersection, and the driver was asleep, and no one was doing anything. People were just honking Fuck. and then driving around. And I was like, well. I'm I, gonna, I must I'm call nine one one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> before this person t- takes his foot off the yeah, wheel what and fucking the crashes his fuck? car, you know. Um, yeah, so I called. I called nine one one. Let them know what was happening, and they thanked me. Um, I called the other day. There's a car on the five on fire. 
Yeah. And I was like, there's nothing around. And I was like, are people yeah. just driving by this? But he's like, other people have called. Yeah. So if that made me feel better. Well, that's the thing. I would rather have them say that. Yeah. So you, than the no one call. call. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes no sense. Because there is this like phenomenon. And ever since I learned about this, I take action. There's like the phenomenon. It's called diffusion of responsibility. And they learned about it. Um, there was a woman called Kitty Genovese who was stabbed in New York in like, I want to say the seventies and, um, nobody called the police and, and so many people saw it from their windows and nobody called because everybody assumed that someone else would call. And so the guy who murdered her actually ran away at one point when people started coming to their windows. And then when no one did anything, he returned and he stabbed her to death. Oh my God. God, because no one called for help. So the, actually, the more people who see something, the less likely it is that anybody will call the police. That's if you sick. know that you're the only one who saw something, you yeah, feel responsible, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you call. Because there's sick. like a huge crowd around, you're like, well, they don't need. It's very easy to do. Calls. Yeah, it's very easy to do. It's very easy to do. Yeah, call. it's important. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I called. <laughs> so I guess the craziest story I have of calling nine one one is we had this like really shitty what we called back in the day, a portable phone, you know, yes. a cordless, yes, a yes, cordless yes, landline. Yes. And the buttons were so fucked that so my friend, Jill Bornstein's phone number had like nines and ones in it. It was like, I want to say like three, five, two, like nine, one, nine, nine or something. Does that make sense? Nine, one, one, nine. Anyway, I dialed nine one one because the buttons Just, that would that were not nine one one didn't yeah, work, yeah, yeah. and they came. And you were like, "Hello." They always came, by the way, because they lived a block down the street oh, in like fuck. sleepy Fox Point, Wisconsin, where I yeah, grew yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they like probably like, knew which house was ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called nine one one another time because I licked a battery and got battery acid on my tongue, and I. Looked oh. in the mirror and it was sizzling a hole in my tongue. And I freaked out, and I called nine one one because I I feel like I had learned in class about like acids and bases, but I didn't remember which was which, and I didn't want to like put water on it and like explode my tongue. Like I didn't know what to do, um, and my mom got really mad at me for that. Another I time, a battery. That's yeah. Another time, my sister like cut her finger and insisted I needed to call nine one one, and it didn't seem right to me. But I called nine one one, and then she was like, "I can't believe you did did that." Yeah, I just. Another time she took a bunch of pills and I called 911 and then my mom was like, what the fuck? You called 911 again? And she like put her fingers down my sister's throat to make her throw yeah. up. Um, yeah, I've called 911 like Jesus, a shitload of times. You, you call a lot. That's a lot. I called a lot. I'm still on the battery thing. You mind if we backtrack to that for just two seconds? Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it like an old battery? Like, well, I didn't know it would do that. Like I a, didn't know it would do that either. <laughs> I didn't know it would do that either. You just wanted to lick the battery. No. So I had heard, I was playing my sister's Game Boy and I had heard that if the batteries start to die, if you lick both ends of the batteries, you can get a little more juice out of them. Okay. I had done this before with positive results. Really? But I might have, I licked one that was like leaky, I guess. Okay. Oh, fuck. I got on my tongue and I remember it. I still, I'll never forget. It was like, it was like, it was like seeing the blood and I was like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. Nobody else was home. Like I was yeah, no, I would, yeah, a latchkey kid. Like yeah. sometimes there were just no adults around and they weren't going to be around and you had to make a game time decision. Yeah. Like, all these times, except for the one where it was because the phone was broken. All of these other times there were no adults around. Well, and except for the one where my sister took the pills. Yeah. I mean, then those are, those are, I think, acceptable times to call. Yeah. Acceptable times. Did you ever look at a frozen pool? 
Did I ever lick a frozen yeah. pole? No, no. Did you? I did. Yeah. After that, it does what it looks it, like it's gonna do. It does it. It does it. It does it. Damn it! It does it. Knew that. Also, a stop sign at this gross. Like I was like, remember I was, I was walking with my dad, and my sister, and I'm like, I'm gonna run ahead, <laughs> and I ran ahead. I was like, <laughs> and I licked it, and then it stuck so bad. My dad's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. And I yanked it. I was like, <gasps> and it. Oh yeah, there's like a little piece on the thing. Oh yeah, blood so bad. Oh, it was. Don't don't do it. No. Don't look at any fucking frozen poles. Your imitations of you as a little kid are always yeah, yeah, so I, And I feel like that's not at all what I sounded like They're or I look like. Hypersexualized and yeah, just yeah, like yeah, really yeah. mean to you. And they were, I was so cute. Again, I need to reiterate. I was the cutest, not as cute as Sue. She just woke up. Um, should we, let's tap into this. You know what? Uh, this is the first time we do fan mail. We're gonna do a little. We're just gonna tap into it for a second. I'm calling it fan this mail. Disgusting piece of fan mail. Yeah. This. I mean, guess what? It's this. It's staff infection. So not sharing the name says please. Can you imagine? Please don't share my name. I say the full name. Hi. I have a crazy story about a vagina yeast infection I got on my face and on in an unlikely way that it got there. My boyfriend and my closest friends still don't know what really was cause. It's so embarrassing. The, what it really was because it's so embarrassing. Uh, here's the problem. I can't read. Would you like out. me to read? I think you have to read. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I can read. What the hell was that? First of all, could we get a smaller font here? This is size, what, two? I dealt with recurring yeast infections in my early 20s. This is me as as the as the yes. writer. Okay. Not me, Lara. <laughs> yeah, okay. As a result of bad nutrition, big love of sweets, lack of regular exercise, and drinking a lot of beer and not enough water. Super gross. Anyway, I also got really into drinking. Trader Joe's. <laughs> God damn it. I also got really into drinking Trader Joe's orange juice every morning, thinking that was a healthy choice to make. And after drinking a 16 ounce bottle at breakfast one day, trying to cure a hangover, it triggered a yeast infection. Oh God. Turns out it's really not good for you to drink the juice of like eight oranges. Okay. And she talks about juice for longer than we need to. Um, so... <laughs> I'm at work the next day. I go to the restroom to apply cream. I consider we're really hitting every note of this story here, aren't we? Yeah. I consider myself a very hygienic person and a bit of a germaphobe. So I always wash my hands in really hot water for at least 20 seconds with lots of soap. The soap in my work was cheap, pink, public restroom soap. Oh, a lot of details. Oh, no, no, Starting no. to see why this letter so long. You see it like movie theaters and such. Two days pass. That's in capital letters for whatever reason. I am at a concert with my friends and the side of my chin just below my mouth becomes oh, fairly itchy. Oh, no. And as the night goes on, it gets itchier. I assume it's allergies until I have a horrifying realization that it's definitely a candida. That means yeast infection on my face. I get an instant flashback of sitting at my desk with my hand resting on my chin for a long time while I answer emails. I go home and frantically try to figure out what I did wrong. I apply undiluted apple cider vinegar, myth wrong, don't to the spot in order to curb my skin's pH balance. And I regret it horribly because my chin basically ripped open like gnarly tears on my face. At the time, I read something that said fungus is hook-shaped, and that's what causes fissures on the skin. I had an adverse reaction to everything I tried to nuke it with, making it worse. A regular client at work asked how I scraped my face, and I lied and said I fell off my skateboard. That's what it looked like, at least the size of a half-dollar coin. I had to apply gobs of monostat to my face every night, and I took my work breaks outside to stand in the sun, which did actually help. A crazy thing was that it 
it was that I got it to calm down with creams and then near my period it would come back just like when some women get hormonal yeast infections routinely because of estrogen levels spiking and progesterone falling. My skin would clear and then the fungus would rip open the spot again. Cronenberg body horror style. Oh God. I even used Neosporin. Did you see a doctor at any point? This is upsetting. At no point in this letter do I see any mention of a doctor. We're dumping apple cider vinegar on our chin. We're trying all kinds of things. Monistat to the face. My skin would clear and then the fungus would rip right up. Okay. I even used Neosporin to close the wound and worried I trapped the fungus under my skin because I got a pimple in that spot and it came roaring back. This went on for months. Go to the doctor. Months is bad. I had to go on the Candida diet and take fluconazole pills daily. That's like uh, Uh, for yeast infections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And felt daily and felt super weak all the time. Also, turns out if your body is too acidic instead of too alkaline, that will also give you yeast infection. Literally zero nurses and doctors at Hollywood Urgent Care knew this. Oh, she went to Urgent Care. Okay, okay, okay. Or anything I was talking about, which makes sense given a lot of them look like models. Well, models get yeasties too. I felt so ugly and was so sad I couldn't kiss my boyfriend for so long that I actually convinced him to have tongueless sex with me. It also spread less aggressively from the sore spot into my nose, my mouth, and my scalp. I had to get doctor-prescribed antifungal shampoos and mouth rinses, which did nothing but drinking raw ginger tea and applying colloidal silver to my scalp did immediately. That's a dandruff shampoo. Okay. I would slur a dandruff thing. I would sleep with my face, I think, covered in Greek yogurt. Oh my God. God. And started manically bleaching my fingertips after touching my face. Oh my God. I could only use any towel once before washing. Fucking nightmare. One day, the letter is almost over. (laughs) One day, I decide aloe vera sounds like the trick for a topical cure, and it worked. Okay. I feel like I need to put aloe vera all over my entire body after reading this. I'm going to bleach my whole body. I'm I'm bleaching my asshole right now. This is Trader Joe's had this aloe vera gel that they have since discontinued. I bought like 20 bottles when they did. Nothing halfway does this person do, by the way. I will give credit where it's due. When she is in, she is all in. I mean, and it got rid of it. In addition to exercise, eating a spoonful of Greek yogurt before every meal to coat the stomach, yeast cleanse supplements, cutting out beer and especially drinking two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and eight ounces of water before bed every night. Wow. I felt I personally would never touch apple cider vinegar again if I were you, I think. I can't believe that. I felt a tingling under my chin occasionally during my cycle for the next couple years, making me worried it was trapped under my face forever. But thankfully, nothing happened. To this day, I don't drink any sugary drinks, organic or not, and I don't trust pink public bathroom (laughs) soap for shit. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. Sorry and yikes. Hope your legs have healed. Sincerely, huge fan. Thank you so much for that. Wow. Thank you for reading that. That letter. That is, that's horrific. You, I get yeast infections. I'm not, I, I haven't recently, knock on wood, but I, I used to get them before every period when I was in high school. Like yeah. I got them for fucking like five years straight. It was bad. I had to put the pill thing in there and the cream. That on my face, I don't know. You know what I do? And I feel like I've told you this before. Every day I take a 20 minute bath with a fourth of a cup of baking soda in the water. That was recommended to me by my sister's friend, who's a doctor. And I, 
Yeah. I have never looked back. I do it all the time and I haven't had any problems since then. Um, so I guess do that with your face. That's, I mean, also the thought of it being trapped under there and it not going away and continually coming back and no one knowing. That's I think some of this, horrific. and I say this with love, because if you spot it, you got it. Like I recognize some of my own tendencies in there. I think some of this is in her head and some of it is real. Yeah, I'm sure if you like you. Because yeah. if you. Like if you've had bed bugs twice, every tingle yeah, that yeah, I yeah. feel, yes, yes, I woke yes, up scratching like, my knee last night and then looked at it and there was nothing there. Yeah. I just was afraid I had bed bugs or fleas, you know? Yes. But I feel like if she had open I don't fucking think sores on her face, skin. not trapped, but like if she kept having open fucking like leech like sores in her face, that's a fucking nightmare. I mean, dare we ask for pictures at this point? I don't know if Did she, she has any. No, somebody else sent me photos, but I don't think, no, there's no photos. We don't want the photo. I'm like, dare we? And it's like, no, if you want to share the photos, please do. Um, that is, well, that's a new one. I'll tell you that that is definitely up there that is uh, thank you so much for sending that in because that is like I love that you said in the beginning cheat out as much as possible and I'm like <laughs> you've been staring just two profiles in the video um wow that was I am I'm 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 now I'm gonna scrub my hands I've got that lavender fucking the, I, the, the anti-sand I feel I need to go wash my pussy right now I feel like we're it's we're not using pink bathroom soap anymore I heard no. of someone getting a yeast infection in their eyes once because they got sprayed with pepper spray by the police Oh, and that turned to yeast? Yep, yeast infection in their eyes. Ooh, that's bad. It's really bad. That's bad. Anywhere not on the vagina is bad. I mean, I don't love it on the vagina. No, I mean, it's not good there. I, I know one guy who got yeast infection. He, he used to have a joke about it, how he like, had to get connected. And he's like, it's the worst feeling. Go, oh, I'm sorry. You got it one time from a woman. I've had sex with guys before on, on yeast infection. And I was like, oh, that's sandpaper. It's removing the inside of my body. Yeah. And never again. Never again. I had a boyfriend who got so mad at me that I wouldn't have sex with him when I had a yeast infection. I was like, could you attempt to like care about me at all? For a second. Yeah. It feels like <laughs> literally sex with you when I have a vaginal infection. It's a bonfire. Moron. It's a bonfire. Yeah. And it's literally two sticks rubbing the other. It's also, hell. I don't want to have sex with you anymore because I'm disgusted by the fact that you're willing to have <sighs> sex with someone with a vaginal yeah, the, infection. Who the fuck else have you sorry. fucked? Nasty Ew. Ass. Ew. Nasty ass. Let's close up on my last question. Uh, what do you think is the funniest way you can die? <laughs> Oh, man. Again, I did not give her any of these questions beforehand. Which no. I've been very bad doing this Funniest recently. Funniest way you could die. I don't know. You don't have to know. I, I mean, I, my like the stuff that's coming into my head is dumb. It's like dressed up funny on a toilet, like shitting. Yeah, but those, or, are, yeah, those are funny. Yeah, I don't know. Dressed up funny. What, 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 are, you, what are you wearing? I'm picturing like, like someone dressed like a clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why Dying as a clown dressed, is very funny. Yeah. Dying as a clown is very funny. Um, where can everybody find you? Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram at Lara Bites, L-A-R-A-B-E-I-T-Z, and listen to our podcast that we have every week called Slops. Yeah, it comes out every single Thursday. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, also please do. Thank you so much, Laura. We're going to go eat now. And please follow her on everything and go see her live, for God's sakes. She's going to be touring a lot. Go see her live. Go find her fucking tour dates. And um, thank you for sending that story. And that was wild. Keep sending them in if you want us to talk about and share your wild, gross yeast infection faces. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>